crack open my beer, but, but we we've already it a started <laughs> premature <laughs> open nation. I mean, it was a bit of an excited one. Here, we'll have a sip. Mm. Okay. Oh, yeah, we're on to the IPAs here. <laughs> How come every time? Mm hmm. I just almost choked on it again. Every time I got to take a sip out of the microphone. Yeah, you, you fucking choke on that. You fucking choke Jesus on that. Oh, right. Oh, well, let's uh, welcome back to another episode of Married, Divorced and Dating. We've been away for a little bit, um, but we're back now and we're just going to keep on trying to truck on here. We are. The podcast all about that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous oh, welcome along here. Yeah, in and out of relationships. My name's Carl. I'm the married one. I'm Rachel. I'm the divorced and Deja. <laughs> so it's just that I'd slot that You know, in there. that's a really good you know, idea. We've had a few weeks off, you know. We're yeah. a little bit rusty. Tad um, rusty. And I think we just wanted to rip the Band-Aid off straight yeah. away, yeah, and yeah. talk about where we've been. Okay. 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 Yep, ripping Band-Aid off. Um, the reason the reason we've been off for a couple of weeks um, is because, oh my God, I just, I'm going to try my best here. So, do you want to hold my hand? Yeah, I want to hold your hand. Okay. Um, okay. A couple of weeks ago, really unexpectedly, uh, my dad passed away. Um, it was... It's a it's a really fucked up situation. Um, it happened like so suddenly and out of the blue. Um, he was uh, it, it was like a random sudden heart attack. Um, there was no sign of this coming. He hadn't had heart problems before. It just fucking happened, and it took him down. Um, and um, yeah, so okay, there we go. Band aid ripped off. Jesus. Okay, you did you did really well. Thanks. I'm very thanks. Proud of you. Thanks. 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 Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna. I just oh, fuck. I'm gonna dehydrate from all the tears that keep coming out of my fucking face holes. Eh. You know what? If <laughs> if we need to record this over a couple of sessions, uh, we can. No, it's okay. It's okay. We can do this. I can do this. Um, it's just gonna be um one of those episodes, and obviously, like, just wanted to. We just gotta, yeah, like you say, rip the band aid off, mm. get it out there, because it's one of those things that is um absolutely going to um affect me and fuck me up for quite a while, mm -hmm. and um it's gonna affect like everything sort of around me and how I do things and all that. I'm like, I'm still, you know, same old me, but there's a lot going on behind the curtains. Definitely. Um and. And also, it's gonna it'll probably just keep coming up, you know, every now and then. And, and that's all a part of the process, and it's nothing to be ashamed about, and mm. it's nothing to be scared of or worried. Like you just have to embrace it and yeah. roll with it. And you know, we're always here for you. Yeah. And whenever you need me, I'm. You know, I'll sit on the floor with you eating McDonald's at two a.m. Thanks, you mate. Want, so. I know. I, like you, you've actually. I now that we're in front of our audience, actually, I I want to say thank you so much because you've been an incredible mate. Aww. Like, um, I I called you. Um, I called you the morning after it happened. It happened um at night, like mid around midnight um on the first of April, and I called you. Like you, I think you were the first person I called um the following morning, and um I could barely get words out, and I talked you through what happened and everything, and you were just you you were great, um. <laughs> the funniest. This is the funniest thing about Rachel is when Rachel's in an uncomfortable situation and she doesn't know what to say. She just fills spaces with words. And the first thing she said. So I'm bawling my eyes. Like, my dad's died. This was what's happening. It's super fucked up. She goes. She goes. Okay. Well, um, first, obviously, don't worry about the podcast this week. Well, I just. <laughs> 
I said a lot more things <laughs> no, before you did, then. You did. But I'm I sorry. didn't. I'm sorry to bring that up. I just thought it was but funny. But I was like, <laughs> I know. I was like, okay, like he's gonna be think like I'm a pragmatic <laughs> thing. I was like, just don't even think about work. And but my head was also like, don't think about the other work. Yeah, I was sort yeah, of like, yeah, don't yeah. think. It was more don't like, think don't about, think I about know. work. I know. I know. <laughs> I know what you mean. It is okay. I just thought I had to bring it up because it was so fucking funny. Oh. Uh, but honestly, like this this last couple of weeks, you have been incredible. Like you came, you I think you only met my dad once or twice, um, but you yeah. came to his funeral um, and supported me with our friend Nikki. And then uh, and then the the funerals on, on a Thursday. It was actually shit. We're recording this on what's the day? The twentieth, twenty first, I think today. Yes. Uh, it was on last Thursday, and then you and um, our one of our best mates, Nikki, took um, took me out on yeah. a uh, on a Saturday night. We went to a uh, went to a show, and then we went, went back to your place, had some more drinks, and then had a picnic of McDonald's family feast on your living room floor, and it was just unbelievable. It's exactly what I needed. Yeah, it was yeah. beautiful. It was. It was honestly like yeah, when you when your mates come through for you in these times, eh, it's it's pretty fucking special. Of course, that I think that's what friends <clears throat> are for, you know, yeah. to be there. At any time of the day, whatever the need. Yeah. So no, it's been always it's, here for you've you. been awesome. Thanks, mate. You don't mate. need to thank me. No, also and um and but but you you as well. You just you just you know like we just kind of keep on keep on going as if things are normal because that's really or when you're going through this shit you kind of that's all you really want. You kind of mm. you don't want people like fucking cuddling around you all the time and you know for sure asking you how you are. Keep fucking bringing it up. So um now thank you, mate. Oh, appreciate it and love hey, you. Hey, appreciate and love you. Mm. And I'm so proud of you for. Continuing on with life as best as you can, and mm. I know how hard it is for you to be going through this because you and your father were so close. So yeah, yeah, we're tight, and we're very, very similar as well. Um, oh, and it's yeah, honestly, yeah, we're, yeah, we're 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 really like that. So there's there's my mum and my dad. Um, and I'm going to talk all about this all a little bit later, but um, yes, my mum and my dad, and then my two, my brother and I, um, and like we're we're really tight in that. You know, the mm. four of us are really tight, and um, and to to lose to lose one of that and to be down to three is just um, it's fucking just yeah, incomprehensible really. Mm. But anyway, here we are. So let's keep going. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Sorry. No, that's okay. That's okay. This is also, I guess, this is probably like almost like a therapy for you as well. Like it's not. Yeah. Like it's a it's a nice way to process it out loud. Yeah, so kind of. Is. Don't be sorry about it at no. all. It is. It's, it's, it's really good. It yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is episode 64, which means we're getting very close to episode 69. Jesus. <laughs> it's on the horizon. Let's just flip that chat around for one bit. Let's make us yeah. laugh for a little bit. 69 so close you could taste it. Oh. <laughs> Mate, we better be preparing something bloody tasty for that one. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. The mouths will be full. What guests should we get on for that? Oh. Oh, I might have to have a think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hadn't even considered that. I know. Okay. All right. That's all right. Well, anyway, we'll talk about the guests that we've got on this week. (laughs) We'll brainstorm (laughs) outside of this. We're a little bit rusty. It's yeah, been a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, this week we have the legendary Brody Kane on. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited because um, I've recently been chatting with her a bit because she's friends with our friend Laura. Okay. Really good friends, and then we're talking. I think we went to the beach one day, and she was just like, "Oh, I haven't been out in so long," and I'm like, "Come on, everyone's got a everyone's got a side," and yeah. so she's dug into the archives, and it's <laughs> I'm I'm here for it. Okay, great. So yeah, we we've got a really awesome story coming up with her, and um and she's a legend. She's a great storyteller. She's like a broadcaster from New Zealand here. Been on TV and radio for years, and she's an absolute legend. So we're stoked to have her on. Um and then and uh, later on as well um. 
what I wanted to talk about was, um, as I'm sort of going through all this, I wanted to talk about my dad mm -hmm. because he's he was a real legend. He was a, he was a he was a real larger than life guy. Um, but everything about him, like his number one priorities in life, were his um, his wife, my mum. Number one, and his family. Nothing else came above that. And um, and I think as an example, um, as he was as a husband and as a family man, was uh, absolutely just unbelievable. And we don't get to talk enough about some of these legends. Like we always talk about the mishaps and all this shit. Well, that's what we always hear about, right? Mm -hmm. Is like shitty families and shitty relationships and stuff like that. Um, not I'm not talking about just this podcast because <laughs> it's in what general, we, yeah. we, you know. But, but like as a whole, and I think we can all take something from it. So I would, I would love to um, talk about that. I and, would absolutely yeah. love to have that on the, the Great. part. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, we're going to get into that real soon. But uh, right now, we're going to crack into Brody Kane's story. So here she is. You married, divorced, and dating. The podcast. Okay, on the phone we have one of New Zealand's legendary broadcasters uh, with a career in both TV and radio and now with her own media empire hosting the very popular The Girls Uninterrupted and Kiwi Yarns podcast. We are absolutely honoured to have you on the show today. Welcome to Married, Divorced and Dating, Brody Kane. Gosh, that, was, that sounded quite good. You're, you've, you've talked me up, and now I'm supposed to tell you a smutty story. Is that That's how it. that works? Yeah, it's a real gas up. So we bring you right up, and then you bring yourself down. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. Well, I've been since you asked me to come on this, I've been breaking out in sweats, trying to think about what possibly I could do to utterly shame myself, but. I hope I've come. Welcome to my life. Yeah. Welcome to my life. This is me every week. Brody, you really caught the brief. Not many of our guests catch it in the way you have. <laughs> well, I, I just will let you know, I really had to delve into the filing cabinet. Like we had to go deep into the archives because your your wonderful podcast is called Married, Divorce and Dating. Yeah. I can't say that I've, I'm across any of those. I can't even tell you the last time I went on a date. Okay. okay. This is why I think also after this, we are going out. Yeah. yeah. When yeah. you get back to Auckland, oh. we, I am taking you out on a little Auckland session. Yeah, we need to because when you get into your 30s and you get very happy with your, your social circle of friends and I think the pandemic just made us all you know want to be at home and have drinks with your mates and stuff and go to the gigs and stuff and that's fine. But I just I haven't been on the I have I cannot cannot tell you the last time I went on the pool. Oh girl, you need a blowout. I know. Yeah, I, know, I need. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So you I'm, what, I'm I'm in for that. Carl and I also have a really bad trick track record of setting people up on horrific dates so <laughs> if you want to join the queue we can we can find you a terrible date oh god I, well i mean i'd be I, to be honest at this rate i am probably a terrible date i can't you know like so so um i, I would i'd be open to that Nah, Brody, Perfect. you'll be fine. You literally chat for a living. I reckon you're good. Speaking of that, like you've got this incredible podcast, um, the girls Inter uninterrupted. It, it's it's amazing what you've done there, and like I think what you've done for your audience as well. You've opened up so many conversations just by you guys being vulnerable and open yourselves. Um, but then now you come on here and you say that you're nervous about talking to us. What's going on with that? <laughs> Well, when you talk about things on your own podcast, it, you've got your family of listeners and it's a safe place. Mm. 
Oh, like I don't know who's who's are, are your guys good and safe and oh, no. they look after you and they our, our two mums are totally fine and that's about the extent of it and so like and with their blessing like we told them both that Brody Kane's coming on they're like I remember her from the news oh no you d- oh no oh well look no I no I think I think it is the cool thing about podcasts is that that's exactly what they are you have a really it's actually far more of an intimate connection with your audience so mm. um so hopefully this doesn't um, this doesn't destroy my reputation. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it on. Okay, well, um, we've really been teasing the crap out over this. So shall we rip that? We'll just rip the Band-Aid off, Brody. Um, what have you got for us today? Well, look, as I, I actually said to Rachel that I said, oh, gosh, I really need to get back into, um, what are they called? A slut, is it Slut Girl Era? The or Slut is it just Era. Slut Era. Yeah. Slut era. Okay. Um, but I, you know, I I got my PhD in, in in a slut era in my twenties, so all my all my good stories of of um, of myself are in my twenties. Okay. Um, nothing. I've got honestly, it's like bloody tumbleweed in my thirties. I'm very very disappointed in myself. But anyway, this particular this particular story. It was a beautiful Sunday afternoon in Auckland. And me and a few of the gals were like, "Oh gosh, this is this is too good to waste." And it was in your twenties where you, you didn't care about a, the, the the ramifications of a Sunday session. So oh, yeah. so off so off we tottled down to I think at the time it was called Mr. Tom's, um, oh, yes. across the road from church, aka Chapel. Um, and we just sat there and we're having great great few drinks, great few drinks chats. And then a couple of dudes came and sat with us, and they were actually both quite cute. And um, the vibes were good. Everyone was sort of chatting away. And then I kind of – then you sort of noticed, as I say, in your 20s, my vibes were much better than this decrepit, sad woman that's speaking now. But anyway. um, um, And so me and this guy was sort of like having quite good chat, quite good chat. And it was like, oh, yeah, you know, but this is still cool, fun, fun, fun. Hmm. And so we sort of sat there for a couple of hours. And then we were all going to move on. And we, we, him and I stood up. And honestly, at this point, it's about half past six at night, 7 p.m., you know, because it's Sunday session. Still mm-hmm. light. Anyway, so we sort of get up and he sort of says to me, um, should we, should we go? And I was like, oh, I, yes. Okay. Yeah, okay, let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> so we, 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 we jumped in a taxi and um, nip back to my place, not far in the in the in the similar areas suburbs, and um, we went back to my place, um, and we tore off each other's clothes, and we um, and we had sex. Yes, we did. Nice. Look at me, even saying it like that, I sounded like such a loser. <laughs> well, are, are you um, Simon Barnett or something? Why can't you yeah, say it? Oh my god! It? <laughs> I, know, that was scary. I almost paused as yeah, well. Yeah. Oh my. God, you can do this. Like, you can do this, Brody. And then, yeah, oh, so we shagged, I suppose. That's, that sounds better, doesn't it? You just it? had a good anyway. old fucking, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and right. so, but I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. Within about four seconds of him pulling out, he said, oh, my God, I can't. I, I'm so, oh, no. And he started freaking out. And I was like, what? He's like, oh, my God. I, 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 I can't believe I just did that. I was like, whoa, okay, sorry. And he was like, I'm married. <gasps> Holy oh, shit. my God. I did not see that one coming. <laughs> so, and I'm like lying there. And it's as I said, it's still, it's 7 p.m. So it's, and it's light. And I was like, 
I'm pissed. We're pissed. I'm pissed. And I just, I just looked at him and I just said, get out. Oh my God. Get out. And it was, I'm so, I was like, I don't want to hear it. Don't say another word. Just get out of my house right now. And so he sort of fumbled away and he kept talking. I was like, don't talk. Get out. Fuck off. Get out. Get out. Whoa. Anyway, so he he puts his clothes on and he gets out. And I just lay there for about 10 minutes in silence, just in the most absolute pit of self-despair. Mm-hmm. And was like, oh my God. I felt like, a, I felt like, ugh. oh, I felt awful. Felt yuck. Anyway, so I messaged the girls and I was like, you'll never believe what ha- what's happened. And um, they were like, oh, you know, oh, my God, are you all right? I was like, yeah, I was just, I feel shit. And they're like, well, get those clothes, get get in the shower, get those clothes back on and come back out. Back yes. on the horse. Yes. Yeah. So then I, I did that. I did that. And I was like, had a, you know, had, a, had a drink at home. And I was like, yeah, no, you're all right. You're all right. You're fine. That's not your fault. You didn't know. That's not your fault. Go, on, go and see your pals. Anyway, so when I saw the pals, they had moved over to chapel. Nice. We then, we then uh, really carried on. And we went. Then we went over to across the road to Ponsonby Social Club, and probably about three or four hours later, I met this really, really hot dude. <laughs> and then I took him home. No, <laughs> yes. Did you check to see if he was in a relationship or married beforehand? Nope, not my, <laughs> not my problem. Not your problem. Nice. No way. Yes, but he wasn't. He was. He was. He was very much. Um, he was very much single. So yeah, it was a a, a duble night, which oh. I'd never. I'd never. Uh, planned on or intended it to go that way, but it just felt right the second time. <laughs> oh, I'm not surprised. I love that. Yeah. I mean you had a false start. But to be honest, even even with the um with the false start with the married guy and everything, the entire night just sounds like a textbook night in Ponsonby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> From and, start and to a end. Sunday. A Sunday, no less, as well. Where you've, got to, you, you've got to wake up and be like, right, I've got to go and do a, a job now. So that's that's uh, that's that's Brody Kane and her twenties. So oh. You know, there's plenty more from where that came from. My God, oh, bring Brody, her back. I love the way you do Sundays because so many people like so many people nowadays in their twenties, all they fucking do on a Sunday is meal prep and go to bed early. But I like the way Brody does it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I do think that they were. Uh, I think that this a Sunday session is the best day of the week for one of those. I just, I mean, you don't. I don't do them often anymore because yeah, the Mondays too. The, the debilitating self loathing of a Monday is, <laughs> as a as an older woman is too much. But they still are. If you've got if you've got a public holiday or a day off on the Monday, I'm a big big fan of a Sunday session. Oh, I couldn't agree more, and I would love to join you for one sometime. <laughs> Sounds great. Awesome. Brody Kane, this has been absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for coming and sharing with us. I'm so proud of you. It's been my absolute pleasure. Thanks for allowing me to relive my youth. Oh, <laughs> hey, no worries. Also, hey, just quickly, give us your um, give us your Instagram and TikTok and all that kind of stuff. Oh, the Instagram is at Brody Jean Kane, and I think the TikTok is the same, at Brody Jean Kane. Perfect. And you can also catch um, Brody along with Caitlin and Gracie Taylor on their incredible podcast called The Girls Uninterrupted. It is really good. Listen, don't listen to us any less. Just add another podcast to your repertoire and go over and listen to this one. So, Brody, uh, thank you so much, mate. We can't wait to have you on again sometime. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Thank you. Married, divorced, and dating. The podcast. Okay. Um, right, here's the uh, part of the podcast where, <laughs> oh, look, they're, they're really getting quite diverse now, aren't they? 
We've been really flexible in these parts. These third parts of the podcast. (laughs) The structure's always the same. It goes intro, guest, and then something else. Something else. What will it be? It started off as uh, they were kind of all your dating stories. Oh, I missed the wheel. Yeah, I missed the wheel too. Um, But we've also had like great interviews um, on here. We've had some other cool guests. We've just had great chats amongst ourselves. Mm -hmm. And um, here we are. I'm about to read a part of my dad's eulogy. And you know what? You did oh, such God. a good job at the funeral. Like, I was so proud. I was the one bawling my eyes out while mm. you were up there standing so strong and saying such beautiful words. And Thank like, you. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, I, I kind of, um, in, in my family, and it's been the same, with whether it's been grandparents or like an auntie or uncle, I've always seemed to have been the one, um, either me or my dad, um, who have been like the spokesperson because we're the talkers. <laughs> we're the ones no. that don't mind jumping on a microphone and delivering what, what? needs to be delivered. Um, <laughs> no. So, so I was there, like, yeah, sort of speaking on behalf of the family, and, um, and I had to deliver the main eulogy mm. at my dad's funeral last Thursday. And um, it took a long, long time to write. Um, it, it took me, um, there was a week and a half or a week, yeah, nearly a week and a half before the, um, before the funeral. It took me a long time to write. And obviously because you're you're pouring over stories and memories and all these kinds of things. Um, but some of the things that I talked through heaps in this and a massive part of it mm-hmm. was talking about what um, what he was like as a, oh, fuck, okay, just. It's okay. Talking about what he was like as a um, a husband to my mum of forty four years. Uh, sorry, forty two years, forty four years together. Wow, that is. Can you even comprehend that? No, that is so incredible. That's like it's that's that's most of their lives. That is most of their lives, and yeah, to have that love from the start and for it to just continue the whole way through. Yeah, continue, but not even continue, but to grow. Yeah. Um, and I just, I just I can't even, I can't even, one of the, one of the most tragic things that I'm dealing with at the moment is I just can't, I can't even begin to comprehend what this is like for my mum. I know it was like for, for me, but like for my mum after 44 years, mm. they were literally each other's halves. Like I know what it's like for me and uh, my wife Heidi, it's been 14 years and I literally, she goes away for two days and I fall to pieces because um, she's literally my other half and I just I just can't even um, begin to fathom what that's like at the moment um, and the other thing I want to talk about here is um, what he was like as a dad because he was incredible and uh, he was yeah I, I'm gonna cover it but um, but I just don't think there's enough good stuff out there at the moment mm-hmm. um, resources and examples for people to um, like sort of for people to have uh, about what it's like to be a long-term partner and what it's like to be an amazing family person and an amazing dad. And so these are two things that I want to focus on um, today. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to read out um, that sort of chunk of my eulogy. Um, mm-hmm. So um, if you don't mind, and uh, if this is, by the way, if this is like kind of triggering for you or if this is like all just too much, like just skip forward. Um, I can put what I'll do is in the in the bio scroll down I'll put some time codes so if you don't feel like you can listen to this or you don't want to or whatever um, you can just jump past it and go to the outro or whatever Um, because this is some real heavy shit and I'm going to struggle through it but I really want to do it because I think it's super necessary and I think it's going to be really cool um, for other people to hear I'm so proud of you thanks mate you're so amazing thank you okay Um, All right. so yeah look this is probably about halfway into the eulogy um, but it's just <clears throat> couple of minutes here, right? Okay, so uh, my dad's name—he um, his name is Peter. 
Peter Thompson. Um, everyone called him PT. Mm-hmm. That was what he was known to everyone as. So um, just a bit of forward context there. Um, all right, here we go. This is how I started this part. He's best known to everyone as PT. Even I called him PT. There's the odd occasion over the last decade or more that I've called him dad. Growing up, I called him dad, and that's who he was to me. But as I got older, I began to realize and see what his friends, family, and colleagues saw in him. This guy was way bigger than... Oh, fuck. Sorry. No, don't be sorry. Okay. This guy was way bigger than just my dad. He was like a whole thing. You could try to put him into words, but there are way too many, and PT just encapsulates everything. He's the energizer bunny, the booming voice, the laugh that could be literally heard for kilometers in some cases. The care, the love, and the passion that he shows for the people around him, the supporter, your biggest cheerleader. He's the entrepreneur, the businessman, the grill master, and the loving, doting husband. He's the adoring, obsessive grandfather of my Goldie, and he's the proud dad. There's so much more to him, but to wrap it all up, PT just becomes an adjective and not just a name. As this dawned on me in my 20s, I realized um, who he was to everyone around him. He's my dad, and he's my mate. And like he was yours, uh, he was so much more. And that's who PT is to me, and that's what I called him. Nothing was more important to him than family. Mum and dad were still um, madly in love with each other, and they were each other's halves. They were together for 44 years, 42 of those married. The chef and the waitress dated. <laughs> the chef and the waitress, waitress dated and knew pretty quick they were each other's people because it wasn't long before there was a ring on the finger. Us Thompson boys, we know when we're onto a good thing, and we all know that we're punching hard. That got a good laugh at the funeral. You probably think I'm about to tell you about how the time PT dropped a knee in some grand proposal with wine and cheese, lights and fireworks in front of a whole crowd of people. But if anything, it was the opposite. So the story goes, mum and dad have been dating for a while and dad asked mum to move in with them. And then mum swiftly followed up with the response, well, if I'm good enough to live with, I'm good enough to marry. <laughs> That Great. Is, how good is that? Good for her. She's such a legend, eh? Oh. I, she, like, she must have had so much sass back in the day. Mate, I saw the <laughs> photos of them when they were young. She was, she, she had it she all. She was a Barbie, she, eh? Oh, yeah. She was a Barbie doll. And that was it. It's okay. Shortly after that, Pete's 30th, uh, an engagement ring went on the finger and the rest was history. When I asked my mum uh, what he was like as a husband, she said, your dad gave me, in 44 years, a lifetime and more of love. We got no regrets. If we had an idea, we made it happen, and that's because PT, he was a planner. Even if, it, even if a goal took five or ten years, we'd achieve it, and we did everything we ever wanted. He was a gentleman, and he would do anything for me, and he loved me unconditionally. Whew, fuck. Doing good. <laughs> Thanks, mate. I know that mum and dad living and travelling around New Zealand in a caravan for the last three years uh, was one of those goals and they were having fun and creating memories right up until the day he passed. In their years, they travelled, they camped, they cooked together, they owned businesses, they planned, they bought and renovated houses, they invested in their futures together, they laughed, they loved, and they enjoyed each other and they were best mates. After a decade or so of marriage... They had two ruggedly handsome, perfectly sculpted, tanked and toned boys, Sean and I. That also got a laugh. <clears> yeah, they got a go. Oh, I chucked a couple of good quips in there. No offence to anyone else in the room, but PT was the best dad. He was the most supportive father. 
even when his eldest son, that's me, decided that he preferred to go and do dance classes, dance classes instead of rugby, or he went off to be a hairdresser instead of an electrician, that was me in a past life. <clears throat> he wrapped his head around it, and as I've mentioned several times, he became our biggest cheerleader, and he would do anything for us. He was at every sporting event, every school play, every dance recital, regatta, prize giving. He listened to every radio show that I ever did, and he even listened to some of my recent quite risque podcasts, which, to be honest, I'm quite horrified about. (laughs) (laughs) But you name it, nothing was getting in the way of him just turning up and being there for his boys. The boots are immensely big to fill. With us included with our mates. PT loved it when we had our friends around. Mum and Dad would always feed the army of friends that traipsed through the house. He'd be out on the deck having a beer with everyone, taking an interest, listening to their stories and telling some of his own. And our mates, they loved him too. When Sean was overseas, the boys would still stop in and see Mum and Dad, have a beer with him on the deck and even help him fix a gutter or something or lift something around the house. But what does that say about the guy? I'm going to miss making him proud. Nothing was better because he showed us and he told us. And I know that he bragged to his mates about us because then they would come and tell us. His pride for Sean and I was never hidden and it was right on it, out on his sleeve with his heart. We all knew exactly how much he loved us and how proud of us he was. <sighs> okay. Because of who he was to us as kids and teenagers, I know who he was going to be as a grandfather. And one of the things that I'm the most devastated about is that Goldie and siblings and cousins to follow were... We'll miss out on the best bloody popper and best mate they would have ever known. They deserved him, and it's so unfair that they won't get him. Okay, I think that's where I'm going to stop. Okay. Okay. Oh, fuck. Okay. That was so beautiful. Yeah. And I just want to chime in here as well. And sitting through that whole funeral last week mm. and listening to everyone's stories, and as well as your eulogy, especially what you just said, I just want everyone to know like and I've mentioned this multiple times in the past how you and Heidi are absolute couple goals to me but I think what that shows is like oh my god you've got me going I know I can't there's (laughs) there's water coming out the apple doesn't fall far from the tree and I think all those beautiful characteristics that you talk about your father and what you see in him is what I see in you and like (laughs) (laughs) thanks mate no I'm Like, I just hope that you keep living the same way that you are and, like, you'll always do your dad proud. And I think there's such a big piece of him and you and, like, the way that you are. (laughs) I love you. I love you. Thank you so much. That is honestly, like, just on reflecting on this guy's life lately and... um. And everything that is uh, that is one of the highest of compliments. To be honest, it really is, um, because when you're growing up, you just you take your parents for granted. Um, uh, you really do. Like, I mean, you know, you it's, it's different. It's different for everyone. And I know I'm just speaking on what my family situation was. I was very, very lucky mm. to um, to have both my parents. They were together. They were in love, and we had a um, and and they were very. They were both incredibly. Um, they're enthusiastic parents. They're proud. They just, you know, great role models. Yeah, in, incredible. And 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 I um, and I yeah, like I say, I know everyone's family situation is um is different. Um, but I was I was so lucky. And and you do take it for granted. You really do. Um, and you don't know. You don't really realize what you've got until it's gone. Um, but um, it's funny. Like I've never. I I'd, I'd never really had. 
um, all these conversations with my mum about like about their relationship. You always mm. kind of just grow up, and your parents just are your parents. You don't actually think about really what they were like before you and were born. Also and also, sometimes you don't want to know. <laughs> no, you definitely don't want to know either. You don't want to know. Yeah. But uh, but like it's it's actually been really nice like talking to mum about. Um, all this stuff they were they were so solid because I think um, and I think that like Heidi and I have learned this as well is that thing we've talked about is um uh, is that they they just they supported each other and mm. they just let themselves be themselves and all that kind of stuff like and and like any couple they would piss each other off like my dad was just he was so fucking high energy and just like <laughs> nonstop and he would he would always be making suggestions because he'd always find a better way to do things and stuff like that and he'd, and he'd piss people off um, especially my mum but you know what like it it just they just let each other be I think and 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 support each other and um through everything and they just did their lives together right you know mm. they they allowed themselves to be each other and they just did their but they did their lives together and they they had they formed they had their own goals they had common goals and they worked towards them and they just supported each other 44 years is a long time to do life with someone like i just i have such a massive appreciation for like um for their relationship now which i never really had but um but it's think, pretty incredible i think you did without knowing it and i think that's mm. why you have such a beautiful relationship and such a like you've had these incredible role models without mm. knowing you may not True. have known but like you if legit i'm not even lying when i say everything that was spoken about it was you mm. like not oh, you nice. but like it yeah, was yeah. you were just like him and mm. i think he would be extremely extremely proud to the man that you've mm. become today. oh thanks mate yeah thank you that's really nice because yeah he just he just he loved my mum so fucking much mm. just so much like just and would do anything for her and it was just the coolest thing to see in this in this world of like you know bravado males and all that and he grew up in the generation of like yeah. bravado males and like well no I kick tractor tires I don't do shit like this I'm not gonna bend over and you know no whatever he would do anything for her literally anything yeah. and support her through anything and he was it was just awesome and I'm sure if I dug deeper there'd be some stories of when he wasn't <laughs> but you know, but yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, I I know I know what he was like, and I know as you know what his where his heart was, and it was it was all for mum, and it was fucking beautiful. But um, yeah, Aww. honestly, like like the bit that I said before, where the boots are just so immensely big to fill, they really are. I just they're just so huge to fill. But um, oh, I don't know, they're probably just a half size bigger than yours. Oh, I think yeah. you're almost there, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we were. <laughs> You yeah, like I, puberty, so I, I can't actually fit his shoes. Um, so yeah, but um, no, thank you very much for that. I really appreciate that, mate. No. And um, thank you for allowing me to share that. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. If, I um, thank you for <laughs> being so open and sharing of the story. Mm. But um, yeah, I really wanted to share it um, because it's it's uh, super close to me right now, um, and. I will probably end up keep talking about it in later episodes um, as things come up. But um, I really hope that, you know, someone out there got a little something out of it as well. Uh, mm. But, yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening to my TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> my face is damp. Your face is damp. <laughs> Why are your eyeballs wet? They don't, don't get wet. It's really strange, eh? What's happening? How do I turn the tap off? <laughs> Married, divorced and dating. The podcast. All right, we dried our eyes. <laughs> Fuck. Holy heck. Yeah, are you dehydrated? A little bit. I didn't even yeah. think you had tear ducts. Mate, I... I thought there was only one part of you got, that got wet and it wasn't coming out of your face. <laughs> no way. You See, I'm saw back. Me, I'm back. You saw me at the funeral.
funeral. Jesus. Oh, yeah. I, I, had, I had to go straight to a meeting after that. And I had legit, all the makeup off my face had gone. And I knew that was going to be the case. So I'd pack makeup in the car. I'm like sitting in traffic to my meeting, like redoing my makeup. <laughs> You're doing your fucking mascara. Oh, God. Oh, that's not man. about me. Yeah. Oh, look. Oh, but it was a nice send-off, right? It was cool. It was a very beautiful send-off. It was awesome. I, I, we, we knew that we just had to celebrate him because it was, you know, it was, just, it was such a big, you know, exciting, energetic, bright, you filled the room with this personality kind of person. The Absolutely. last thing that was going to be was, was anything dark and somber and sad, you know? Celebrate Absolutely. it. You'd Absolutely. be sad later. I reckon if I was to die soon, if everyone didn't dance on top of their chairs yeah. singing Dragon Rain, uh. I would be so mad. <clears throat> like, that would have to be my exit song. But mm. no one leaves. Like, I exit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And you can yeah. get, like... I don't know, the people who work there to exit me out, but everyone else is standing on their chairs singing Dragon Wayne. <laughs> Wayne? <laughs> Dragon Rain. Dragon Fountains of Wayne. <laughs> Dragon Rain. Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh. I, I'd be happy to conduct that if you like. You know, make sure everyone stands on their chair Please. or find a table or yeah. maybe dance on your coffin. <laughs> and take take your tops off. Take Yeah, everyone. Everyone take your tops off. out. Get them out. Oh, we want to see. Yeah. What Please. would WWRD? What would Rachel do? What would Rachel do? That. <laughs> what would you do? What would What would you want at yours? Uh, do you know what I've? Uh, you actually, you, when you have something like this happen, and because I, uh, yeah, we had to plan Dad's funeral, and uh, and mm. I, I don't know. I, I had actually been thinking about it quite a bit. Um, it's hard to say now, but I, I'd want something pretty out there and exciting as well, mm. just because it's like, well. It, like I am, and I've done really cool shit with my life, and I want that to be celebrated and reflected upon. Like yeah. I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want something like sad and somber. It's not who I am, and like I wouldn't want the people in the room to be like that as mm. well. Do you know what? I but reckon... obviously, like I'd want your devastation, and I know, you know, totally. like yeah, I'd want you probably out of everyone just absolutely sobbing in a heap on the floor. Well, everyone else can be laughing. You know what I mean? <laughs> if, you, if you didn't I do that, be. I'd haunt the oh. fucking shit out of you. No, do you know what I would do? I wouldn't let anyone into the room. I'd, I'd be at the door for yours, and I'll be like. You you can only come through if you slam your way through this door. You're gonna stomp. You can't come through unless you're gonna be loud. <laughs> unless the pane of glass falls out. <laughs> oh man. Actually, okay, so I It's uh, a really grim thing to laugh at. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Hey, if you don't laugh, you'll fucking cry. Oh, um we've one done both. one thing we um when I talked about in the intro, um, Rachel just every now and then loves to just put her foot in it and just say funny stuff. Another <laughs> funny thing that Rachel did, here's a story. So what did I do? A couple of days after we got back to Auckland and uh, you and Nikki came over for a drink <laughs> just to join us for the afternoon, had a laugh and all that kind of stuff. We were talking away and we were talking about our relationships and stuff like that and um, <laughs> the topic of Rachel's... <laughs> So just bear in mind, this is this is like three, no, four days after, and like, <laughs> and I'm only just, like, just on top of things. I know what you're going to say. And Rachel goes, we were talking about our relationships, and um, and we were talking about you and your ex-husband, <laughs> and um, and Rachel goes, oh, well, that relationship's dead. And then, so he's out, dead loud, to me. <laughs> out loud, Rachel goes, Oh, Rachel, don't say dead. God, Rachel, Rachel, don't say dead. Don't say dead. Don't say dead. Don't say dead. <laughs> you know, just one of those moments. I didn't I mean know. to. I oh. know. Oh, no, no, no. 
It's so funny. Look, I've got a really dark sense of humour. Um, yeah, so, so like, I, I'm, oh, I just like mascara. I forgot my eye. I'm, I'm oh. bringing these up because they're funny, and I see the fun. Good. I see. The, I don't take any offence whatsoever. I think it's hilarious, and it's oh. that, it's that kind of laughs and shit like that that's um, that's been getting me through. So yeah. yeah. Also, speaking of those laughs and getting mm. it through, I wonder if Nikki's listening. Hi, Nikki. Hi, Nikki. <laughs> Doubt it. Doubt it. Doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> She's only like one of our best mates. She's like, okay, um, me and Rachel, our friendship started, but it started with like the three, like the three of us, eh? Yeah. It was like you, me, and Nikki, and like yeah. we're all still really tight. Like we're we're a little trio kind of thing, and Rachel and I broke out and did our podcast <laughs> and stuff like that. And Nikki's got a couple, Nikki's got a couple, two boys, which is full on. But um, but yes, we we do love her dearly, and I've I've loved how much time we're all spending together again. Actually. Yeah, it's been it's been so awesome until we found out she doesn't listen to our podcast. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but okay. look, hey, Nikki, if you're listening, send us a message. She's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, should we wrap this shit up? Yeah, hey, if you want to follow us on social media, you can at Married Divorce and Dating on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Only fans. <laughs> I'm going to wipe that one off the things to say. Yeah. Although I do want to make money. Yeah. Well, mm. get your cans out. you got a piercing now. Yeah. What if we, oh my God, let's play Guess the Nip on our OnlyFans. Oh, between you and I. Yeah. I mean, no, I'll shave mine down. Hair. Okay. No, I'll shave them. Let, do you want to do it? Would you do it? Yeah, sure. Oh, okay. Well, sweet. Obviously, <laughs> that not. wasn't hard convincing, was <laughs> it? No, 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 no. But it's like you do like a really close and we can do like guess the butt. I reckon get your nip pierced first and then we'll do guess the nip. Fuck. <laughs> what? Should we play guess the gooch? Oh. <laughs> and Guess the asshole. But the thing is, you're really pasty. No, uh, no, no, no. Like, well, oh, I'll tan it up. <laughs> we'll put it uploaded in black and white. Yeah, yeah, okay. We'll do all black and white ones. We'll play Guess the Nip, Guess the Gooch, and, and what else can we do? Guess the Butt? Yeah. Yeah, so like just super close up and you've got to guess if it's me or Rach. Um, we should do like more so like the, the Butthole. Guess the Butthole? Because would you, have I you... go to the gym. Oh, so what does that what does that have to do with your I've butt? I've got hole? a massive no no no. So if we just did the massive. butt, I've got a big old booty. Oh no no yeah no no no. But when you play guess the butt, it's like super up close. Like it's it's oh, really up close. Okay okay. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool, let's do it. Okay, let's do it. Well, we've said it now, so we're going to have to do it. Um, stand by, we'll let you Episode know. Episode 69, we'll take the photos. Okay, there we go. Yeah, cool. Okay, good idea. We'll put it in the book and we'll never do it. Great. Okay, uh, there you go. Thank you so much for listening. Um, thank you for joining us, uh, joining for this one. I know it's been a long one. I know it's probably been, it may have been a bit punishing um, for you to listen to, but I really appreciate it if you have listened to this entire thing. I, I really fucking do. And, um, I love everyone who listens, so thank you. And thank you for being so open oh, and thanks, vulnerable. Mate. Thank you. It's been beautiful. Cheers. Um, oh. Shall we? Um, oh, yeah. One more. We'll do that. We'll do it. Let's do this one for PT. Okay. Yeah? All right. Ready? This one's for PT. Okay. Here we go. Three. It's got to be super loud because apparently he doesn't he's a talk. Fucking yeah. boomer. He, he doesn't just talk yells. Quiet he's yet. like me. I'm going st- to stand back a bit. Right. Okay. Three, two, one. All, All right, right. See ya. <laughs>